Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business. Only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to the breakfast show, folks. I'm Ahmad Akhtar. Now, in our interconnected world, social media serves a myriad of roles from sharing personal moments and fostering connections to raising awareness about social issues and showcasing creative endeavors. Recently, a 21-year-old Ukrainian harnessed the power of TikTok beyond trends, using it to share a heartfelt story, saying he has left Singapore's best university to save his family from bankruptcy. The authenticity in his narrative of the struggles of his family's Slavic restaurant resonated within a supportive community, and one of his videos actually racked up more than 2 million views. The restaurant was founded by his father in 2020, who moved his family to Singapore in 2004 by accepting a shipping job here. Though Singapore has no lack of all types of cuisines, he felt there was a lack of Slavic food or traditional food and culinary traditions of the Slavic people who are an ethnic group native to Europe. The father and son duo are now in the studio to take us through their journey. We have Vadim Zupovsky, who's the director of Kapitan Bar and Restaurant. Vadim, I hope I got your name right. Welcome. Oh, correct. <laughs> Thank you. Morning. And his son is also here, Mark Zubovsky, general manager of Capitan Bar and Restaurant. Mark, you're already hey. famous on TikTok and now you can <laughs> be famous on radio. Yes, yes. Thank <laughs> you for having us today. Very good to have you both on. Mark, let's kick things off with you. What motivated you to share your family story on TikTok and did you expect such a significant response? Right. Uh, to be honest, what motivated me to start out TikTok was our steady decline in sales and the red zone because evidently we weren't making money and we decided to venture into a new type of marketing. So we were doing Facebook and Instagram and that was not really working out for us. And we decided to go into TikTok. Well, TikTok is a new platform. Everyone's moving on to TikTok. Sure. And it's all organic. So you don't need to spend any ad spend. You can reach out to a large audience free of charge. So I think that's the beauty of it as well. So we decided to go on and share our unfiltered story because TikTok is a new way of marketing. You yep. don't want to push your product. You want to share your story, share the behind the scenes. And we went out and told our truth and people responded fairly positively to it. They came down to support. Did we expect? Of course not. But we did have a good first video which <laughs> hit off straight away and we got tons of features actually which we're super grateful for tons of media features tiktok features as well and from there our brand awareness grew and people found out about us all right let's wind the clock back a little bit to around a year ago you were on track to get a maritime degree at ntu following in your father's footsteps who was working in the shipping industry who still is working in the shipping industry what triggered that decision to quit university quit your studies and step into the unknown so um in the business was declining and we needed more hands on deck because it's very hard to find people who um uh, us to handle the business. So I was handling the business and there was a point of time where I couldn't do both the university and the business. So I decided to put a pause on my university by dropping out to focus full on to the business. Of course, I have plans on perhaps going back, maybe, but that's not settled yet. Uh, the goal right now is to get the business back on its feet and get it going. All right, Vadim, how did you first feel when Mark decided to leave university and join the restaurant full-time? Uh, well, actually, it was <laughs> a, a common decision. It was a tough discussion. Of course, as father, I was um, upset, of course, because of kind of my fault, rather, right? The son had to stop his study in university. Mm. But at that time, it was the only correct decision because the, the problem started as a snowball. So we, we had a talk, we had a chat, we discussed that... Uh, 
This is the way we need to continue, and uh, we would postpone study until the uh, next year or better time, and then uh, see how it goes. All right. Now, you came to Singapore on a job offer in the shipping industry. What inspired you to invest your family's entire life savings in establishing a Slavic restaurant here in Singapore? Um, that happened after possibly 20 years, mm. almost 20 years uh, been in Singapore. And I would say the trigger was like a mid-age crisis. When you look backwards, <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? When you look forward, you're not getting younger and uh, what you acquired in your life and uh, what is your the life goal. So I always uh, wanted to have something your own, like uh, you can operate, you can do up to your imagination, etc., etc. So, mm. And then my wife inspired me because she actually was doing uh, some food dumplings for the, ah, okay. for the friends with very positive feedback. So here we go. We decided, oh, dumplings. Everybody knows dumplings. Why yeah. do not start with dumplings? I was having a look at your set lunch menu. It's a dumpling and more dumplings. set menu, isn't it's it? It's on more dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you decided to set up smack in the middle of the CBD in Maxwell Chambers. Difficult place to set up. So your clientele is largely business people or do you get a wide variety of folks coming in? I want to open uh, next to my office. Okay. Then suddenly I found one place. We started uh, in uh, Tension Pagar MRT. In three months' time, we had to leave. Then immediately, somehow, God helped us to find the place in Maxwell Chamber. Mm. So it was a chain of events which helped us to, to set up a restaurant next to my office, which is convenient to me. But then in CBD, it's a good area in CBD because office people around and dinner crowd also there. Yeah. But uh, now we see people travel all the way from Woodlands to Jurong over weekend. So basically, oh, wow. Singapore is such a place where yeah. people can go anywhere for good food. Yeah. I know uh, Lion Point, right? So people go, go there for... Yeah, there's uh, no excuse to get from point A to B. Yeah. It's just easy to get around. Mark, your father decided to make one of the most difficult decisions in 2020, starting a restaurant at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. That came with some challenges as well. What are some of the obstacles you faced while building and running the restaurant? Um, there were many, many challenges we faced and overcome. Of course, COVID was, like mentioned, one of them because we opened this restaurant in Maxwell in January. And I remember in April, that was when COVID hit. And we had to shut down the dining. So it was a struggle, of course, but with the government subsidies, we managed to pull through and rebuild ourselves from there. But moving forward, some other challenges we were facing as well was getting our crowd in. Yeah. So we had days where we had maybe only one table coming for dinner. Right. And that was a very worrying point for us. So how we decided to approach this, we started like marketing. So we were doing old marketing, but with TikTok marketing, it has helped us to get our brand awareness out. So, and we're still working on it. It's still not ideal, but it's still a work in progress. Secondly, um, we had an issue with Slavic food to, for, uh, to, to the locals here because yeah. the cultural difference is uh, very big. Sure. And the food we have back home is very different from the food we have here. For example, here we have a lot of rice. Back home, it's a lot of potatoes. And people are just uh, shocked by that of the type of food we eat. They have different taste buds. So we've been doing some uh, modification to our dishes. We've been doing some fusion dishes, actually, to meet the 
local palate. So it's something more familiar to the local taste. All right. Any particular creation that's become a favorite among your customers? Uh, yeah, we've been doing several, <laughs> but I think because we've got Mintaiko dumplings, we've got Mala dumplings, we've got Carbonara wow. dumplings, salted egg. But I think the favorite one is the Mala. People like the hot and spicy. Right. The authentic, the so that's one. how you appeal to the Singaporean palate. Yeah. So okay. if people want to try the authentic one, they want to try something fusion, we have all options available. Okay, how do you manage your responsibilities of running the restaurant and connecting with your community on social media? That can be a different job altogether, right? So it must be difficult striking that balance. Of course, it's very difficult because what many people don't understand from uh, small businesses is that you hold many roles. And because our team is very small as well, we do have long operating hours, which I'm there day to night. Plus, we have a small team, so I'm, I'm in the kitchen helping my chef. I'm outside on the floor doing other managerial duties. Plus, on top, we I'm on top of the marketing side, which is the TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, but that requires careful planning. So I would say it's like 90% planning and 10% execution. So for my TikTok videos, plan everything ahead. And then on the day of my filming, I come in early. Maybe I have to sacrifice some sleep on the day. Yeah. Um, but I get I come in early, maybe get to film three, four videos straight away, uh, get the job done, and then edit them throughout the week. Okay. So like I said, it's uh, all to planning. If you don't plan, you won't get anything done. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Vadim, let's go back to the origin story of this restaurant. I know you worked in the shipping industry. You still do. Is that why you've called it Capitan? Uh, yeah, because actually it, it would be easy for my clients and for my friends to call them up. So we, we decided to... Uh, stick to the name, to personal rather than to, to country or origin. And uh, because we we diffuse our menu with some international cuisine, I would say. Ah, like okay. We, we, we used to do pasta, we we do like uh, sausages, which people may say, oh, it's German, right? Pasta, right. oh, it's Italian. Right. But our captain traveled all around ah. the globe, so he brings cuisine from every point of the world. All over the world, yeah. yeah and our idea to keep changing menu, adding some interesting dishes in the future. So like uh, we're going to introduce some Georgian cuisine, some... Uh, Kazakh cuisine, Polish cuisine already on the list. So basically that we are not limited to one or two particular country, yeah. but that people would know us as a good food, as interesting food, and there is a story behind of every dish. Yeah, I was in Uzbekistan this year and their main dish is plov. Do you guys offer something similar? We the rice and potato dish? Is we, that? We're planning to introduce. <laughs> we planning oh, to you introduce. plan to introduce it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, maybe I'll definitely January, be coming Maybe in then. January you'll, you'll have it. Yeah. Let me know and I'll be there. <laughs> Mark, let's finish off with you. Your father's talked about introducing new cuisines. What else do you envision for the future of Capitan Restaurant? Uh, so for our long-term goals that we have, of course, we still want to keep our restaurant as of, of a more dining experience. So when you come there, you still have your uh, songs. I mean, your whole experience, dining experience of a Slavic cuisine. But for we also plan to open smaller outlets, smaller kiosks. That is what we're working towards. So we want to make it cheaper, on the go, more of a snack, perhaps even halal friendly for our halal friends as well. So something on the line of uh, Wok Hei or Old Chunk Hei, if you know what I'm talking about, you know, those kind yeah. of things. Because like we have our dumplings and it could be a, a dumpling could be a, a street food. Plus we have many other options which could be a grab and go sort of snack. So it doesn't always have to be a meal where you sit down. And so that's where we plan to expand under the name of the Angma dumplings under these small kiosks. Perhaps as well frozen, frozen dumplings because we hand make all dumplings. Perhaps <laughs> lies them to any supermarkets in the future. See how it goes. All right. Exciting times ahead then for Capitan Bar and Restaurant. Mark and Vadim, thank you so much for your time this morning. 
Thank you. All right. Thank you for <laughs> having us. Have a good day. We've been in conversation with Mark Zubovsky, general manager at Capitan Bar and Restaurant, and his father, Vadim Zubovsky, director of Capitan Bar and Restaurant. It is a Slavic restaurant located in Maxwell Chambers. Do check it out if you have time. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.